Welcome everybody to the Pow Wow Podcast, talking pop culture, sports, and all things entertainment. Now to your hosts, Chase Gerber and John Yachty. Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of the Pow Wow Podcast with me, your host Chase Gerber, and alongside me as always, the 2016 Nike Air Band Champion. John Yanni! Thank you, thank you. Yeah. How many times is this now? Is this two or three? This is two. Two. Out of three years, yeah. Right. I couldn't remember if you were with the squirrels freshman year or not, no. but this is your second victory. How's it feel, man? Oh, it feels great. It was it was fun, as always. Yeah. Um, it looked like you guys were having a lot of fun up there. Oh, yeah. Freshman year was the inspiration, and then went on to do some, some fun things with it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, good. Airbnb's my favorite tradition here at Malone. Yeah, it's a great one. It's always it's always fun to see the uh, the different acts, and uh, you guys. I think you definitely got the uh, funniest one by far. Uh, yeah, I think overall this year's show was a pretty good one. Yeah, all the all the acts were really high quality. Um, I I wouldn't have been surprised. I felt like maybe a few got snubbed out of the top three, but when you think about it, like. I don't think the top three didn't deserve it by yeah. any means. So, yeah, I mean, great acts all around, uh, as always. Nike Air Band did not disappoint this year. So, anyways, um, you know, we didn't really have any plans of what we were going to talk about coming into this week. And then just this morning, a new trailer was released yes. for Star Wars Rogue One. And it is awesome. Yeah, we will get to that. But first, but first, we're going to do a little sports talk. Yes, um, because we don't do enough sports talk on this uh, podcast yeah. to begin with. And honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with when I'm at school, I don't watch a lot of sports. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it's when I would get home during the summers, it would just be like <laughs> I would watch like every NBA playoff game because yeah. I would have like the time to. And so, yeah, I mean... NBA playoffs are imminent. Yeah, they are. Kind of what we wanted to go over right now is how the Warriors, I believe they are 69-9. and Yes. Uh, The Bulls' all-time record is 72-10. and Or wait, did I get that right? 72-10, yeah. 1996. And so the Warriors need to win out their last four games to beat the record. Yes. And... It's not going to be easy. Not at all. Because they have the Spurs twice and the Oof. Grizzlies twice. Two good teams. Those are not two twice. teams easy to beat. Just boom, 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 boom. And so I don't know about you, but I am feeling confident now that they will not break the record. Yeah. I, I think they very well could tie the record. Mm-hmm. But look, the Spurs are insane. They uh, are. I think they actually play the Spurs. Uh, while we're recording this, they play the Spurs tonight. Yes. And that is at the Warriors, but they've lost two straight games at home. At home! After not losing any at home in, like, over a year. Yeah. And so the Celtics have been so competitive this year, which is, I mean, you've got to give Brad Stevens credit. Love that guy. Because a lot of other coaches, I don't know what you would do with this bunch of just random players. (laughs) Yeah, Um, for real. On the surface, it doesn't really look like a team that would be, like, in... Very high seed for the playoffs. Yeah. But I guess that's uh, due to Brad Stevens and really Isaiah Thomas just emerging as 
a top point guard in the Where East? Where did this guy come from? He's like five foot nine. Yeah, we're about as tall as this guy, which is crazy. Dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Brad Stevens, I had the pleasure to meet him once years really? ago. Yeah, a friend of mine went on a college visit to Butler. Happened to be the year that they, uh, the first year they went to the Final Four and were like an inch away from beating Duke. But Oof. that was, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the Celtics, they beat them in, did they beat them in overtime? Or, I, I don't I know if it was overtime. Know. I'm not sure. But anyway, Celtics beat them. And then they had like a 15-point lead the next game against Minnesota who is not a good team. The T-Wolves. The T-Wolves, which they have a lot of young, really good talent, but they're not, they're like but yeah, the Warriors one of the worst teams in the NBA. Don't lose at home, right? And, and they, they blow a 15-point lead at home the to the Timberwolves. Yeah. So uh, now they have to win out, which, like, I agree with you, I just don't see it happening now. Uh, they'll, I think they'll break 70, so they'll get the second best yeah. record of all time. Yeah, but, which, as long as they don't beat the Bulls record or... Like, as lo- like if they tie it, I'm even okay with that. I just don't want them to break it. Yeah. I, just because, as the Cleveland fans we are, we've gained this justified hatred of the Warriors. <laughs> yes, because uh, they stole our title last year. They're probably probably going to take the title this year. Um, but you don't know. I Does mean, LeBron- playoffs LeBron, it seems like he's due for something. Kevin Love, he's been he's looked better lately. I mean... Look, here's the question. Does LeBron leave if we don't win no, the finals? No, stop. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. And I'll tell you the number one reason why. You can forget all the, if he, he's upset with the Cavs organization, or you can throw all that stuff out there. He's not going to leave because his kids are going to Akron, St. Vincent, St. Mary when they go to high school. He's, he's not leaving this place. He takes pride in yeah. that. He's and not he leaving. knows that if he left Cleveland twice, it would be a big kind of shadow over his legacy it'd be like public image suicide yeah everyone would hate him yeah again it it wouldn't be good for him so i think that there has been like talk of like does he want to team back up with cp3 or well not back up with cp3 but back up with wade or yeah team up with cp3 and that looks like maybe it would be wade coming to cleveland which is interesting which i'd be okay with that i wouldn't say no yeah, it seems a lot of these possibilities of LeBron teaming up with his buddies would include a Kevin Love trade. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't keep all these guys. Yeah, there's no way. Um, I believe the, the, the like, super team that they're talking about was Chris Paul, LeBron, Melo, and Dwayne Wade, I believe, were the four because those are, like, his three best friends in the league mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I don't see that happening unless it's like eight years from now and they're all old as dirt and they're like oh we're not going to win a title anyway let's have fun together um i think people are just blowing it out of proportion like they always do thanks espn yeah and so i agree i think lebron will stay i think the Cavs they have to make the finals it's a pretty weak east even the raptors they would beat them in Six or seven. See, I'm a little hesitant because it just feels like a year that Cleveland would just get outed in the second round by a team that they're obviously better than. It just feels like it. I'm not saying it's going to happen and I don't want it to happen, but it feels like it. Um, As of right now, I believe they'd be playing either Miami or Boston second round, which I don't (sighs) like the matchup with either of those teams. Miami's tough. and uh, See, I (laughs) with Boston, they don't scare me. 
I think yeah. we beat Boston in five or six. I agree because uh, it gets down to crunch time. They're going to Isaiah Thomas, and we can just throw LeBron on him, who's like eight inches taller. Yeah. And if he doesn't want Isaiah Thomas to score, he's not going to score. And I don't really like to go into like who the league wants to win because then yeah. that gets into like, uh, is Conspiracy it rigged kind of territory? But who does the league want in the finals? <laughs> Uh, they want a rematch yeah. of the Cavs. The anyone Warriors. else who anyone else from the East in the finals gets swept by yeah. either Golden State or Golden the Spurs. State, or even if the Thunder make it all yeah. the way, like it's not going to happen. Look, here's what's best for the league: Cavs, because the LeBron winning a ring for Cleveland thing is so intriguing, and it it draws a lot of attention. Yeah, and then I think the league's happy with either the Spurs are back. Yeah, somehow Golden State's back, record-setting year, or Okay, Kevin Durant and what Russell Westbrook, two of the top five stars in the league. Right. So the West will be interesting to see how it shakes out. You'd Definitely. have to think it would either be the Spurs or the Warriors. I would think. Uh, unfortunately, I think the Thunder get outed in uh, round two by the Spurs, which is how the bracket would be set up right Those now. Those are going to be some great series. Those are. Um, Those are going to be the ones to watch. I do have to say, if, if the Thunder somehow got past San Antonio... I would be psyched because OKC and Golden State, they play each other in a series. Even if Golden State sweeps the Thunder, it'll be the most entertaining four-game sweep like uh-huh. of all time. It'll like, be competitive games. It'll be games. wildly entertaining. Like, Russ and KD are both very entertaining yeah. players. Ridiculous and that they're on the same team. Ones that I can actually enjoy watching their greatness because everyone knows Steph is great, but it can't. And stand watching the guy. You know? <laughs> like, I don't like watching him do well. I like watching Durant and, and Westbrook do well. Mm-hmm. That's entertaining. I mean, the Spurs kind of scare me, but it's just all the hates towards Golden State, man. I can't stand them. Yeah. I uh, I get where you're coming from. I, I try not to, to hate on the Warriors too much because everyone does. Uh, they're fun to watch. I mean, it... It annoys me though. I know. Like, just, I, I get what you're saying though. Like I used to have a deep seated hatred for the Spurs back in like the like 2005 to 2007. Yeah. And it just made me mad to see them do well. Uh, I don't. Those feelings have since gone away. But I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. uh, especially when said team is probably gonna play your team in the playoffs yeah. and probably beat them. But who knows? Uh, there could we'll be see. some Cleveland we'll magic. See. I think there, like, there's a shot if we get to the finals because I think there's a shot. You, and like that, of course, that's a pretty obvious statement. Of course, there's a shot. But when you see what happened last year and how such a short-handed Cavs team, with like really, it was pitiful. It know? was like our second Love best player was Delhi was out. Jr. couldn't hit anything, and neither could Shumper. Yeah. So. It was LeBron putting up like forty a night. It was like two thousand seven <laughs> Finals LeBron. It was and against a great team, and so yeah, I think the Cavs have a great shot of beating the Warriors in the finals. A great shot, you'll go yes, there because I think it's like if LeBron gets to that point, I know like, and I also agree with some of the like, oh, LeBron can be kind of not clutch at, at moments. I agree with that. But I think if LeBron gets to that point again, 
man, I think the Cavs can do it. Uh, and I think other guys will start, like, like Kyrie is a killer. And I know he sometimes messes with the Cavs' chemistry, mm-hmm. but I trust Kyrie in clutch time more than probably any other Cav. And I think, yeah, I'm just confident that when it comes down to those games, they've got a shot. It's It'll be close. Here's where I'm going to say Cleveland has a little bit of hope. Has a little bit of hope. Because I forget what exactly the stat is, but I know Brian Windhorst threw it out last year in the midst of all this playoff run. Uh, LeBron has won, a LeBron-led team has won a road playoff game in every single series dating back to 2010. The last time they didn't, I believe, was 2009 against the Magic. Every single series LeBron's played in since then, he's he's won a road game. That's so. So, I mean, if that trend continues, you got to assume the Cavs are going to win at least one road game. And if they win out at home, that's all they need. Yeah. So, there's there's something in that. Now, I know this is looking way far ahead. Yes. Okay, we assume that the Cavs and the Warriors get to the finals. Yes. And the Warriors are obviously the better seed. Yes. So, it goes, they switched it from 2-3-2. They went back to 2-2-1-1-1. So, it starts at the Warriors' court. I think the Cavs win at least one of them. One of the first two? Yeah. See, I think so, too. And then we go back to Cleveland. We win at least one at Cleveland. We win at least one. And so, yeah, I mean, if it goes to a Game 7, mm. that could be a LeBron James all-time moment. <laughs> it could be. If he wins that. Like, like the Villanova North Carolina championship. Oh my god! Imagine a Cavs buzzer beater <laughs> to win the finals. Uh, I think the city would burn the, down. The city wouldn't exist. I would the lose next day. my voice because I, I plan on being in Cleveland if there is any sort of Game Seven or whatever. I plan on being in Cleveland for that occurrence, and I think um, everyone would die. I think this is not even like an absurd statement. I think. If the Cavs won on a buzzer beater in Game Seven against the Warriors, it would be considered a top three sports moment of all oh, time. Oh, absolutely, definitely. Just because of what it means, like the Warriors were like on such a hot streak, they're one of the best teams, if not the best team of all time. The Cavs have never won a championship. LeBron comes back and they win like that. It That's got to be one of the best, right? Arguably, <laughs> just thinking about it, even though it's like so far fetched, like. Even thinking about the possibility, that would be the greatest sports moment of all time. That would be. Uh, but rarely the things we imagine in our head <laughs> come true. Uh, the biggest hesitancy I have with that is that a road team hasn't won a Game 7 in the finals since like 1978 or something. And that's why it would be even more insane. Yes, exactly. So, defy the odds Yeah. or something of that. Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for the playoffs, but I'm also scared. I, I don't want any Cavs drama and any... Off season mm-hmm. of wondering what LeBron's gonna do. It's just yeah. I hope they have a good run. They look solid. I do too. And, I really hope my my biggest hope in the world, as it has been for the last two years, is that they get into the playoffs and Kevin Love just magically fits in somehow and all is well. Because it seemed like they kind of like it seemed like they figured it out against the Celtics, and then Kevin Love got hurt, and then we never figured oh, out man. whether it was Screw real or not. Anyways, so yeah, sad day. Uh, typical Cleveland. <sighs> season well anyways okay so um 
that's our NBA talk for right now. We'll probably do a playoffs preview once the playoffs are rolling mm-hmm. around, which might be next week, maybe. Yes. Yeah, Does the season end? Close. I forget when it ends. Either way, uh, <coughs> we'll have some uh, some more playoff stuff. So, anyways, Star Wars Rogue One. Yes. The trailer released, and I am so psyched for this movie now. Yeah, this snuck up on me honestly because I knew it was coming out. I just forgot. Oh wait. December. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden yesterday, uh, I see something on Twitter. It says, trailer tomorrow. So I'm assuming, oh, it'll just be a little teaser. Kind of like mm-hmm. the first one for Force Awakens. Wrong! Right? Wrong! And this trailer blew me away. I cannot wait. Um, <laughs> I remember on April 1st, which is April Fool's Day, my brother texted me like at 7 in the morning and is like, oh my gosh. Star Wars Rogue One trailer just released. And me and my friend Tyler texted him back immediately, like, oh, let's see it, whatever. And it was a picture of all the Rogue One like characters, but instead of being the Rogue One characters, they had Jar Jar Binks heads. <laughs> Which was perfect. Very depressing. So, anyways, it's nice to know that this wasn't an April Fool's mm-hmm. joke, and this trailer like just satisfied all my wildest yeah. dreams for what a trailer could have been for this. I'm so excited. Me too, and I, I'm like infinitely more excited now than I was 24 hours ago. Yeah, and reason being is that, like, this movie looks like I'm not talking like oh it looks like it'll be a good movie. I mean like actually like aesthetically, if that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Like it looks vintage. It like does. it looks like we have old the old Star Wars except made today. Yeah. So like. Pretty much looks like old Star Wars, except like our effects capabilities are like better now for yeah. movies. And so like, like example number one, first and foremost, is like when they show that Star Destroyer. Yes, it, it doesn't. My look favorite like, shot. Yeah, it doesn't look like a big CGI one like we see in the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. It looked like the old models that they yeah, would use like, in like the seventies and eighties, except. It's 2016, so 1080p it looks even HD, baby. And they show that shot of the Death Star being built, yes. like the final piece. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I knew this was the era it was in, but yeah. I forgot. <laughs> also, uh, what, what kind of same effect as you did, seeing the old Stormtrooper helmet. You know, we yeah. have the new ones, but seeing the old Except ones. Except in, like, now. Like, yeah. nowadays. Yeah. So it's, like, vintage look, except modernized except like nothing really changed except it's like you can make everything look a little bit cooler yeah and like like if there was a problem with the movies where it was like oh you could tell that was fake or like oh that looks a little bit cheesy yeah like no more yeah it's it's kind of like the look george lucas probably wanted yeah he just couldn't didn't have the means to make it right and so that's my one major praise for this movie and the reason i I'm so pumped for it, is it looks real. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like an old Star Wars movie, and it's so different than so many other movies that come out now because there's CGI, but you can't really, like, tell. Like, it's it's blended in with real practical sets and practical effects so well mm-hmm. that, like, that's the way CGI should be used. Yes. To, like, fill in the things that you can't do with a real model or a real set. Totally Instead agree. of depending on that for the entire movie. Yeah. And so it looks so beautiful. It looks awesome. And uh, I got to say, another thing I'm so pumped for, 
the return of the AT-ATs. They're coming back, baby. <laughs> we haven't seen them since Empire Strikes Back. And then I, I think they make, the Jedi, they're well, they make like a, a small cameo yeah, yeah, yeah. in Return of the Jedi. But they're back. They're storming mm-hmm. a beach and they're it killing looks like rebels. <laughs> Vietnam. It does. Like they they're storming the beaches of Normandy. It it uh it looks awesome. And oh, man, I didn't think I'd be this pumped for it. But even same, the even the soundtrack, you know, kind of like the mm-hmm. a different spin on the traditional Star Wars yes. themes. I am yes. so excited. Everything about it was just excellent. Yeah. Just so well done. So yeah, let's just keep talking about moments from the trailer. Yeah. That we're excited about. So like you said, the ATATs. They've got like a little different of a look, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool if you notice that. Like it's almost like an earlier model right. of the AT-ATs. Um, it's like obviously the same basic shape, but it looks a little bit different, which is kind of cool. And that's that's what I like when you set a movie like this in the in the original trilogy, but it's like newer. You can like draw off of different things, like old concept art, and like you can make new new stormtrooper armor, which we see there's a couple new models. Like, there's, yeah. there's a, a black stormtrooper. And uh, not Finn. <laughs> not that kind. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, like a shadow trooper in a film for the first time. Yeah. And I think there's almost like a sandy planet, kind of Tatooine-looking. Yeah, thing. he's got the uh, orange mm-hmm. kind of, I don't even know what you call it, yeah. shoulder pad maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also... So, there's some sort of, like, samurai guy. Oh, yeah. Which, it's definitely not a Jedi or anything Force-based, because they've already, like, yeah. announced there's no Force presence. Oh, really? In this movie at all. At least, if there is, very minimally, because there's rumors there's going to be a Darth Vader cameo. Yes. Uh, which I can't, if there is, I can't wait to see it. That sounds awesome. Okay. But, as far as I know, it's he's not going to be any major big bad villain yeah. or anything like that. Like, used sparingly will be perfect. Like, yeah. just a taste of... Vader. And then maybe they'll make like a Rogue One 2 type of thing where it'll be like another spin-off that continues the story, yeah. which I think would be cool. Um, so here's here's a question I wanted to propose to yes. you. Yes. So it is being rumored that Darth Vader will be in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think we it's safe to assume that because at the end of this trailer, it's very faint, but you hear the Vader breath do you yeah when mm. when this new character uh played by felicity jones oh, turns around the in her black armor you hear it's like it's once and it's i only heard it when i listened to the trailer with headphones yeah but it's like a and so you've got to think he's going to be in this movie yeah and so the question i have for you is do they choose a new actor or do they bring back hayden christensen <laughs> oh my gosh Stop. And put him in the suit. No, <laughs> they do not. Uh, <laughs> because the biggest reason why is you don't see behind the mask. You could put you could put me behind the, the Darth Vader mask and it'd probably be okay. Well, in episode five and six, Chase, uh, there's, there's parts where Vader takes his helmet off. Mm-hmm. And you see the back of his head in episode five. Are know? they... Are they- are they going to take his helmet off in this one? That's my question. See, see I was watching, like, I watched a bunch of trailer reaction videos oh, yeah. today. And um, so there's a bit in the trailer where there's, like, a cloaked figure. Yeah. He's, he's kneeling before what looks like a, a back-to-tank. Yeah. And uh, it so people Vader-like. are like, is that Vader or is it the Emperor? It looks like maybe Vader without his outfit on and I'm like well I don't know about that because doesn't Vader need it to survive like he, he needs it to breathe 
Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, from what I know about Darth Vader, is uh, there is supposedly his like little chamber on his super star destroyer that you see in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. That little chamber like is the only place he can be without his mask on and breathe. That makes okay. sense because but, in Episode Six, Luke said he says. Vader says, take off my mask, yeah. and Luke says, oh, but you'll die. Because yeah. apparently I think he needs it to breathe. Yeah, uh, so that's basically it. However, um, in Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which is a video game, which mm-hmm. I doubt you've played, but... I have played, you have I played, played the it? first one, yeah, yeah. for PSP. Uh, oh, for PSP, <laughs> yeah. not even the full I didn't have a, a real plot. Uh, so one of the final levels is uh, your character faces Darth Vader, and you you have like a first mini duel with Darth Vader and then you like knock his mask off oh. and so he doesn't have his mask on but he still fights you huh. so i don't know yeah. if video actually... games take certain yeah. certain liberties that maybe movies or you know, so, things like that don't but. so yeah so i'm not i mean whatever his chamber has i'm sure it can be replicated somewhere else yeah. so he can take his mask off but uh yeah so anyways uh, i don't know i i thought the same thing when i saw this cloaked figure i'm like hmm that kind of looks like it might be vader so Although, this, this might be a stupid question but is uh, james earl jones still alive oh i'm i'm going to say yes because i feel like i would have heard if he had died but uh, so you would think they'd maybe bring him back if he is Vader still alive voice acting he is 85 years Ooh. old, so I don't know his if... His voice probably would not be the same. Yeah, I don't know if his voice still, like, works the same way yeah. that, it, that it used to, uh, but if he is alive and his pipes are still <laughs> rolling the same way they used to, I'd, I'd say absolutely, but uh, I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Like, it can be replicated. No. Like, I know there would be an uproar if Anakin from the prequels, Hayden Christensen, was yeah. in this movie, but... Just limit what he's doing. Don't make George Lucas write the script. Yeah. Give him, like, teach him up some some <laughs> acting lessons if you're not happy with it. And yeah. I think it would be cool to, like, keep that kind of actor continuity going. It would be cool if they did bring him back just, you know, just Just cause. for giggles. Uh, and honestly, it wouldn't matter if they really wanted to because we're not going to see behind the mask, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, now, maybe they. He's good enough of it, an actor to walk around. Isn't yeah. He? <laughs> now, if for some reason, they take off his mask. Then maybe it's a yeah. little concerning. But I, I mean, I don't yeah. have any immediate concerns. Yeah. As far as that goes. Um, hmm. All other right. other point. I saw this cool article that raises the question: Is this new female main character going to be yes. Ray's mother? Who? Ray from the Force Awakens. Wouldn't don't that know who be something? And so I think that would be brilliant. That would be that would be something really smart. Yeah. Uh, Bring in a new family into Star Wars. Like not everyone's a Kenobi or a Skywalker yeah. or a Solo. Like I think to have the Force Awakens kind of like that new trilogy going on, <coughs> while you have these spinoffs going on to tie them together. That would I be think very would cool. Be brilliant storytelling, mm-hmm. and I think that would be great. And. They both have dark hair, they they're do. both white women, and they, they both have similar. English accents. They do. I mean, who knows? Maybe she is pregnant somehow. Maybe. Uh, my only question would be is if she actually survives the movie. Yeah. would be my question. I don't know if she survives. I don't know if any of these characters survive. 
I think depending on maybe they'll leave it open ended, and depending on how Rogue One is received, they'll make a spin off off of the spin off <laughs> and continue with the story Because I think that time period you can do so much with it. In between three and four, there's so much time. Yeah, absolutely. And so to just do one and done, if you're doing spin off movies. Milk, milk that time period because yeah. I think it's a great time period to work. With. I absolutely agree with that. And um, speaking of your spinoff off of the spinoff thing, so maybe if this one is a huge hit, does well or whatever, they they do whatever the sequel would be, where they steal the second Death Star plans, or or no, not the second Death Star plan. They steal the shuttle Tidarium. Oh yeah, for Return of the Jedi. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. something. Maybe a not. little lesser of stakes than yeah. the entire. Although I feel like that's they'd be repetitive, so maybe yeah. some some other. But yeah, I agree with you. Now, there needs to be more. Has it has it been down. confirmed? I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed. There's a Han Solo spinoff coming. Yeah, uh, and they're casting for that right now, which that frightens me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want uh, them to choose the wrong guy. I remember uh, looking over the candidates. I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up here, but I remember looking over. I remember seeing Dave Franco's name, and that kind of <laughs> yeah. gave me nightmares for a little bit. Uh, Dave Franco was one of them. I know Miles Teller. Oh, uh, stop. Was was one of the heavily considered ones. None of them even look close to. Yeah, I remember looking over the cast list and thinking, "Wow, I don't like any of these guys." <laughs> as a, as, um, it's, it's Han so Solo. Hard to do. Like he's a great character, but it's only so believable if it doesn't look like him. You know. Yeah. Uh, there, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was the. Uh, Whoever Scarlet Witch's counterpart was in Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Yeah, that guy, apparently. That's kind of random. Miles Teller, as I said before. Um, I think you've got to choose, like, an unknown guy. Because I if you choose a known actor like Miles Teller or Dave Franco, then they're automatically Dave Franco. They're not Han Solo. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, Nick Robinson, who was the older brother in Jurassic World, apparently has auditioned. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought he was annoying that. and kind of naggy throughout the whole thing. Uh, Chandler Riggs, who's the the kid with the cowboy hat, in he's Walking not Dead. old enough. Yeah, that's what Are I you thought kidding too. Me? He's like a teenager. Yes, that's what I thought. Uh, ooh, this is the first I'm seeing it. Ram Rami Ma- Malik. I need to say that right. Ram- Rami Malik, who is the star of one of my favorite new shows, Mr. Robot. Oh, okay. The only problem is he doesn't look anything like Han Solo. Yeah. See, it's it's going to be hard to get a look down. Acting is also, like, what would you rather have? A guy that looks nothing like Harrison yeah. Ford that's a better actor, or a guy that looks like him that's an okay actor? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'd rather have the better actor, personally. Yeah. Um, but, man, I don't know. It's hard. It's tough. Uh, another one which I find interesting, Tom Felton, who is Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> All these names just... I mean, I none of them ring... Them different things than, like... None of them make me think Han Solo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done what with What if they did something like Zac Efron and the whole <laughs> world oh went my gosh. frenzy? Can't they, like, just, like... Pick some random person and digitally add Harrison Ford's yeah, face. Can't they do a, that? Yeah, that'd, be that'd be insane, but it probably wouldn't look good. Now, is a, a Boba Fett spinoff confirmed? I don't know if it's confirmed. I know there's rumors. I don't know. Let's check the uh, the lovely worldwide web 
for uh, whether this is happening. I know there there have been a lot of spinoffs rumored. I know a Yoda spinoff has been rumored. I know a uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi solo film be- between 3 and 4 starring Ewan McGregor uh, is has been rumored, which I would love to see because... Hold on, can you repeat that? What would you say? A Obi-Wan Kenobi solo film between, between really? 3 and 4 starring Ewan McGregor. And he would Obi-Wan be into that. Uh, I I believe he said like on record that he would like he'd be down to portray Obi Wan again, which I'd be I would be I would really love into that. because he was the one actor in the prequel trilogy that was like good in his role. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, pay uh, him what he wants. It would be a hit. Okay, so anyways, let's see. Disney confirms there are three Star Wars spinoffs in the works. The first one is Rogue One, obviously. Uh, three names that have been mentioned before are Han Solo, Boba Fett, and Yoda. Nothing has been confirmed. I think this is an older article. But the, the Han Solo one is confirmed. I believe the other one is Boba Fett. Yeah. Because uh, he's such a fan favorite. That'll be nuts. Yeah. On the other hand, though, I, I'm a kind of iffy because one of the cool things about Boba Fett is that we don't know about this yeah. guy. Like, he, it's kind of open to your imagination, which will probably undoubtedly ruin that. Yeah. But would you rather see a Boba Fett spinoff set before we meet him in Empire Strikes Back, or mm. one where he like survives the Sarlacc pit and afterwards? See, I think it would be more interesting beforehand. I agree, but not too far beforehand. I don't yeah. want to see child Boba Fett <laughs> taking on the dawn of his yeah. father. I want to see grown-up, already established Boba Fett. Yeah. So, uh, that would be... But... Mm. See, I'm kind of torn, though, because in the, the old um, canon, canonology, I don't know what it's called. In the old canon, he fights his way out of the Sarlacc pit and survives. Since all that's been labeled as legend or whatever, technically he's still dead. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see him address it, but not necessary. Yeah. Honestly, I think this trailer got me officially really excited for the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I'm excited for the main new trilogy that's going on, yeah. but I think you can do so much with these spinoffs that I'm just, yeah. I'm pumped for it. And the thing is, I don't have a problem with these spinoffs. The thing that you and I are both worried about is the quality of these movies if they're pounding one out every single year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's only a trailer, but it sure seems like they're putting a lot of thought into this one, which makes yeah. me so happy. It, man, it was such a good trailer, and everything looks so, so crisp and clean. Like, I had no idea they were that far in the movie. Like, they, looks like they pretty much have it all shot. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming they probably do, because it comes out in December. Yeah, so it's editing time. Yeah. It's post time. Yeah. Post production. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And then reshoots and all that other stuff. So Um, that's... Man, that's crazy. We get another Star Wars movie in less than a year. Yeah. And then it'll be... A year after that. 2017, and then we'll get another one a year after that. Yeah. And to think we almost were going to get episode 8 in July of 2017. Like a year a year and three months from now. How weird would that have been? Yeah. I, you know what? Spread it out for me. I, I like that. Yeah. Every December seems like it's going to be their their thing now. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine going to see Christmas present. Yeah, exactly. It's like here, Star Wars fans, you've been good for the year. Here's a nice movie. 
So uh, maybe if we're bad for a year, they'll release a crappy movie. Yeah. I would guess they're going to keep going with these original trilogy spinoffs because they know that's what people want right now. Yeah. And then maybe sometime in the future we would see some kind of Clone Wars type spinoff. I would love to see a Clone Wars spinoff. I think if you're going to do that, we've talked about this before, I think you've got to cast Ewan McGregor and you've got to cast Hayden Christensen. Yeah. You do. That if Obi-Wan be, and Anakin are involved. Yeah, and you... The thing why I'm saying that, like, you gotta do that before they get, like... Yeah. To the point where they look older than mm-hmm. episode three. Agreed. So, like, right now they're both young enough that you could make them up to, you know, convincingly be in between episode two and three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll ever happen just because of the negativity that, that especially Hayden Christensen gets. Yeah. And the prequel era in general. Yeah. But if you did a prequel era film with practical effects and with a better script, because yeah. it wasn't all Hayden's fault. It was not. Or Jake Lloyd's imagine fault. Imagine it. Yeah, imagine it. A, a prequel era film with practical sets, practical effects, and a better script. Yeah, agreed. And this is actually one of the things I think I've thought about, because um, Anakin, Hayden Christensen's Anakin in the uh, prequel trilogy is kind of comparable to Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. portrayed by Adam Driver. If you switch those two characters, give Hayden Christensen, Kylo Ren with that script and everything, are they? is like Adam Driver better? Is Hayden yeah. Christensen worse? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, I, I think the writing was just so bad, it's hard to tell. I still find Adam Driver such a interesting choice for Kylo yeah. Ren. I think he needs it like he's a goatee. Such a goofy looking guy. He I'm is. sorry. <laughs> I think that's why they gave him the scar cuz they're like this guy looks like the kid you pick on in 7th grade yeah. math. Like <laughs> he he just looks so goofy to me. I there's parts where I couldn't take him seriously. Mm. Like and that's nothing against the guy of course, but like ugh. Man, yeah, I, yeah, put a scar on that face. See what it yeah. does. I think he needs like a beard or a goatee or some sort of evil facial hair to make him look yeah. more manly. Because uh, when he first takes off his mask is when I usually feel like, wow, that's that's the bad guy type <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm okay with it because once they're in the snow and he screams traitor at Finn, I thought that worked <laughs> really well. I just think he could use some facial hair and make him look older and make him look a little more menacing. Yeah. I think that's the easy fix. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And Snoke, I, I still don't get the idea. Ooh, Snoke. Snoke. I don't either. He, he looks like Darth Vader when he takes his mask off at yeah. the end of Return of the Jedi. At this point, I'm more excited for Rogue One than I am Episode 8. Mmm... See, I don't know if I am, because I want to know... Like, I won't believe me, I'm excited for episode <laughs> 8, but I'm on a high right now with this mm-hmm. new trailer. And to see... This will be the first, like, live-action Star Wars movie that isn't within, like, this kind of trilogy One, format two, three, four. Yeah. that we're seeing. It's going to be, like, its own thing. And so just based off of how unique it is, like, uh... like maybe a Star Wars movie with, like, no lightsaber fight. Like That's going to be a weird. war film the, type the, Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And, yeah, it just... Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that might have been a bit of a stretch to say <laughs> what I just said, but point being, I cannot wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. 
Uh, I would not go as far to say I'm more excited than Episode 8, because I want to know what Luke's been doing, and I want to know Ray's origin story and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So I'm most I'm still very invested in that. I'd say I'm more excited for that. But Rogue One, like... I don't know how they stole the Death Star plans now. This looks mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. I can't wait. And I can't wait to see the Imperial side of things and mm-hmm. kind of that hierarchy and yeah. building the Death Star. Because, um, I mean, I'm assuming they, like, infiltrate and impersonate Imperialites to some extent since yeah. Felicity turns around and she's in, like, an Imperial uniform. So I can't wait to see that uh, yeah. happen. Another interesting... Uh, shot was when you see, and this is the actor Forrest Whitaker is voicing this over, which, he's a pretty well-known actor, so it's cool to see him in the... Which guy? I'm gonna look at him. He's wearing kind of like heavy armor, and he's uh, the black guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so, you see like some rebel pilots uh, handcuffed. Like they got caught by the Empire. So that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe they'll be lined up and shot down or something or taken Ooh, as execution style you know yeah. i wouldn't mind like a really gritty yeah star wars film like if it was rated r i'd be all the more hyped to see it that'd be cool i don't know if they would ever do that. i don't That's think they ever would but like wait so episode three was the first pg-13 star wars movie yes what was force awakens pg-13 oh really yeah i believe i believe it was um i'm trying to think what would have made it pg-13 worthy um, uh, I know Finn curses a few times. Like, he says hell and damn a few huh. times. Um, if I... I don't know. Let's let's look at the rating on IMDb. It is PG-13. Uh, let's see. There's... It's, it's somewhere around here. Right here. There it is. For sci-fi action violence. Huh. I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it, I think it would have been good PG, yeah. but I think just to be safe. Yeah. Honestly, I think it might be once they cross the PG thirteen line. Yeah, with, they're not going to go back with episode three. <laughs> they might as well make them all PG thirteen. Yeah, at the very least. Episode three is definitely the most worthy. With the yeah, uh, very dark. Burn to <laughs> burn to a crisp Anakin. Uh, that's kind of Jedi genocide. Jedi genocide. Killing kids. Yeah, killing younglings. Even though we don't see it. Um, implications. Yeah. Real dark one. Yeah. So, anyways. Okay. Uh, anything we need to cover real quick before we uh, peace out here? As far as the Rogue One front. Well, Force Awakens came out on Blu-ray. Will you be picking that up, Chase? Oh, my brother's already picked it up. <laughs> he, uh, he had it pre-ordered. He, he pre-ordered it from, like, Disney or something, and they sent him, like, a bunch of, like, printouts of oh, nice. pictures and stuff. He sent me a picture of it. Yeah, so I already know. have that, uh, that taken care of. I actually, the, uh, the Blu-ray digital version got leaked online about two weeks ago, <laughs> and I watched it, like, four times-ish. Wow. So. See, the reason for buying it, I think, there's not many deleted scenes, which is kind of disappointing, like, no. not figured out, but there is, like, a, a full-length documentary, I believe, on Ooh. the making of, so that's, I like, see that. I see that as the one reason to get it. Um, then you have to figure, do you buy it now, or... Wait till it's cheaper? When, when... I know this is years down the road, but... They're going to release some kind of new <laughs> the, trilogy box t- set. Yeah. And it's probably going to be even cooler packaging than this one. Yeah. And like, uh, 
you almost <laughs> are guaranteed to buy this movie in more than one. Oh yeah. Moment. Like I just I had the uh, the two trilogies on DVD and then I just bought them on Blu-ray mm-hmm. with all those fancy Best Buy steel books. Yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you all of the versions of Star Wars that my family possesses. Oh, wow. Because we have the original trilogy theatrical versions on VHS. Yeah. We have the original trilogy special edition on VHS. We have episode one of the prequels on VHS. Then we have original and prequel trilogy on regular DVD. Yep. We have the original trilogy... Uh, original theatrical versions on DVD, and like a, like a slightly more special edition of the originals on DVD compared to the other ones, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and then we have them all on Blu-ray. That's a lot of versions! <laughs> like, it gets to a point where it's just about the packaging. Like yeah, just it really like, is. Ooh, that one comes in it really is. this shiny cover. And I know one of the things a lot of fans... <coughs> wanted for a long time is the original theatrical Star Wars trilogy With, on Blu-ray. Without which, the uh, without, changes. Yeah. Uh, because infamously, uh, Return of the Jedi now features Darth Vader screaming no as he tosses the Emperor over the edge, which just ruins the moment. Yeah, and uh, I would love to see Han shoot first again. It's With, little uh, stuff like that yeah. where it's like, why was it necessary? Yeah. It looks better, but Hunt's still shot for I'm not a big guy who likes to... Like, I don't like all the George Lucas hate, because at the end of the day, he did invent all of this. Yeah. But... He gets a little edit happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, it it's good. He sold it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or else he, he might start doing some, some things where it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And I would love to see... I know I'm all over the place here. I'd love to see J.J. Abrams come back. And direct another Star Wars film. So would I. Uh, maybe the final... Maybe episode nine. <laughs> I think they have someone signed on for episode uh, Like, how can you do that so far in advance? How do I you know, know they're going to be good? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I trust the guy who's doing episode eight, though. Ryan Johnson. Uh, he's an up-and-comer. He did some episodes of Breaking Bad. Well, he did Jurassic World. Did he do Jurassic I World think? also? That, yeah, I heard... That does sound... Movie. That does sound right. Either way, I am... Uh, I'm looking forward to... What episode eight can be? Uh, director. I don't think it was. I think Jurassic World. I think that's the ninth episode. Yeah. Now I, that I think about I it. I think I just remember hearing that the directors for the Han Solo spinoff were the same ones who did the Lego movie. And I was like... How did that happen? <laughs> What's the connection there? Yeah. How did, uh, how did that one end up? I happening? think that's correct. I don't know who's directing Rogue One, but... Hey. Oh no, let's look it up. Rogue One. I know John Williams isn't scoring Rogue One. Interesting. Uh, Is he going to do 8 and 9? I believe so. Uh, Alexander De Desplat Dis- is doing um, Rogue One, which he did the final two Harry Potter movies. Oh. So it's okay. a good choice because I love those soundtracks. Uh, why can't I find the director? Uh, director Gareth Edwards. Hmm. What have you done? Monsters, he did the new Godzilla. He did... An all-time classic. <laughs> an all-time classic. And, like, nothing else. So that'll be interesting. Maybe this will be his breakout. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, we're just about all out of time here. Any pass, Any uh, last thoughts before we peace out? Yanni. 
probably gonna go watch this trailer again. Yeah, like four more yeah. times before I go to bed, right? I I love videos on YouTube where they like freeze every single frame of it and like analyze it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, look at what the background. It's a droid. Look over here. It means that. Like, I get a kick out of that. I watch yeah. hour-long videos on YouTube of that. Yeah, I have. I have done that before also. I, won't. Yeah. I didn't do it for Force Awakens because I wanted to be surprised. But, uh, mm. you know, I think I feel like I know enough about Rogue One. I don't think there's anything they could do that really surprises me. Hmm. But I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe in a, they'll... In a good way. Yeah, maybe they'll surprise you with uh, some kind of Jedi presence or something like maybe that. Maybe they will. Maybe Darth Vader is like super prevalent. Yeah. Or maybe not. December. Anyway. December. So close. Can't wait to see it. I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to this, Yanni. Mm-hmm. Me too. It'll be good. Anyways. We're just a couple of Star Wars. We dialogues. are. It's great. <laughs> what would our world be like without Star Wars, I honestly Yanni? Don't It'd be know. a sad, sad world. Like, there was kind of, I was like so into it for so long and I think there was a little dip during the first couple college years. Yeah. And then these new movies are coming back out, and I am... I'm in. I am back and rejuvenated. What was the world like before there was Star Wars? Like, I don't uh, even know. I've never would, known a world without Star Wars. I think it was Wars. a cold place. <laughs> it was very cold and dank, and just <laughs> not fun to live in. Yeah, apparently. I, I would think so. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, we're out of time. <laughs> we will peace out. Uh, thank you all, whoever listened. Uh, we appreciate... Your uh, your viewership, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, listenership. We'll be back next week. Listenship. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Probably some NBA playoffs. Maybe some. I don't know. Maybe there's another trailer we need uh, to talk about. Man, I I doubt I will have seen Batman versus Superman at yeah. that point. You know. Like there's I'm no gonna rush. see it. You're gonna see there's it. There's just no rush. Whenever you see it, we'll talk about Only it. Only for the dollar theater, maybe. Yeah, I will be posting my full like written review of it oh. on uh, my blog. I haven't posted on in two years. I felt the need to do so. I didn't know you had that, and now I know why. Because you said you haven't posted in yeah. two years. Yeah, it's uh, I don't post on it often, but I don't know. I saw it, and I, I actually saw it twice because I'm weird. I went and <laughs> saw it by myself in the middle of a day. Uh, didn't hate it as much the second time, but oh, it gets better. Definite problems. Anyways, uh, we've gone on for like five minutes about nothing at all. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. We appreciate your listenership, and uh, have a great day, I guess. And may the force be with you. May the force be with you.